Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Uh, you're listening now to Operator Radio. We're live from Birdfest Rotter, Rotterdam. And um, I'm very honored to have this, uh, these people uh, sitting on the table with me. Um, without further ado, uh, please introduce yourself, uh, starting on my left. Uh, my name is Adrian Quesada from the Black Pumas. And this is also Eric Burton from the Black P Pumas, yeah. Vocals. Yes, welcome. Thank you very much. You arrived safely in Rotterdam? We did, yeah. yeah. One piece. <laughs> a little tired. We kind of had a little bit of a late one last night. But, okay. You know, we got as much rest as we could. And oh, we can you speak a little bit closer to the mic, please? Thank you. A little closer? Yes, okay. thank you. How's that? Perfect. Got yes. <laughs> um, so, good. so what did you have to do yesterday? Uh, we performed at... Uh, in uh, Brussels? Brussels. Yeah, in Brussels. Yeah. The, the AB Club. How was that? It was fun. It was an intimate show, sold out. The people were very receptive to the soul music that we had to offer, so it Perfect. felt good. Yeah. So how um, how do the people uh, how how do the people re uh, receive the new album? So far, amazing. Everywhere, you know, uh, just around the world. We were just kind of talking this morning, but like um, for us coming all the way from the states and seeing people react to. Uh, the music you know buying tickets selling out the shows but then also singing the songs back even if they don't understand all the, the lyrics uh, you know because of the language barrier they're they are you know uh feeling it enough to sing it back to us and maybe even interpret it you know in their own mm -hmm. way and how do you how does it feel for you eric to feel this way uh overseas well it's amazing <laughs> i mean i've obviously haven't done this before uh it's, this is uh I was uh, telling Adrian that this is kind of crazy, right? He's, and, and he told me that, yeah, I mean, this a lot of what is happening for us right now, um, it's, it's new for him too. So we've been pinching ourselves since we <laughs> left the airport. Um, it's the fourth time that uh, we've been here together as, a, as the Black Pumas mm -hmm. in a year. Um, so it feels absolutely amazing, you know, coming from, I just feel like, it, you know, just yesterday I was, writing a song in my uh, aunt's bathroom you know like i used to they used to kick me out of the bathroom because i would spend all day in the bathroom wow. playing guitar and writing songs so wow. here we are it feels amazing overseas in rotterdam yeah <laughs> here we go um so you started uh i did a little bit of research you started as a street musician well actually i started in the theater oh really uh, okay when i was uh younger i studied musical theater in high school and theater in college for a couple of years okay um before meeting Adrian, however, I did spend about four to six months busking on the street. So I started on the Santa Monica Pier busking. And then from there, uh, the people who I was playing with, we ended up in Austin, Texas, where I eventually met um, Adrian and uh, we started this project. Mm. Yeah. And Adrian, what did you see in Eric that you thought? Um, I mean, I, I, I would knew that uh the the mutual friend who connected us you know i had asked a lot of people do you guys know a singer you know who who i could work with on something and the, and people would s send ideas like oh check out this person and I, i'd say ah you know i never really reached out to anybody but and somebody had told me oh this is, the, this is the best singer i've ever worked with so i knew that already going into it but when i saw videos uh he was playing you know i thought oh he's a soul singer but he was playing almost like folk style you know playing with an, a guitar and a by himself i'm like oh man that's super compelling already and then just his fire his passion you know uh as somebody said uh the other day we were backstage somewhere lust for life just that kind of thing and i think that that brings the music to life you know especially on stage mm. and what's uh what's your background 
I'm a, a musician producer from Texas, yep. and I've been in Austin, Texas for a long time now, and I uh, used to play in various other bands and stuff like that, but mainly the last few years had been doing more producing, engineering, just studio work. Because uh, you won a Grammy. Yeah, yeah, I did win a Grammy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have to, I have to, uh, I have to say this. Yeah, yeah. But uh, and that was in a different group. That was in another band called uh, Grupo Fantasma, and we okay. actually it was a Latin band. They're still around. Um, they're about to come up on 20 years. I was in the band for 13, I think, or 14. So you're not part of the group no, anymore? No, not anymore. I okay. left about six or seven years ago. Okay. Uh, but they, uh, we came to Rotterdam. We played the North Sea Jazz Festival. Oh, nice. Yeah, we played one time. And then we played the other one in uh, Curacao, the North oh, Sea yeah. Jazz Festival oh, there, really too. Nice. That yeah. one was awesome. Nice. So, yeah, we used to tour the world. Real Caribbean know. vibes over there. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. Um, so you've, this is, the first time, is this the first time you've been overseas? For you, Eric? Uh, this is my fourth time oh, overseas, sorry, yeah. but uh, with as part of the Black Pumas, this is my first time having the opportunity to be overseas with the Black Pumas in any within the last year. Yeah. And as what uh, have you traveled overseas with for, uh, for? No, I've never. This is very new, man. I'm no, really but excited. you've been here for the fourth time. This is the fourth time. Yeah. Now. So what did you do before? Uh, before, coming uh, coming here. Yeah, before we did a lot of uh, promo, okay. and, and I think France, oh, as the blue, as, as Black Pumas, as uh, oh, okay. as uh, the Black Black Pumas as the duo. We, we didn't really play any shows. It was just kind of a promo trip. And how long does the Black Pumas ex uh, exist now? Two years. Two About years. Almost two years. Yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, we we, re we really. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> we we played our first show in 2000, early 2018, but we started working on the music in 2017. So, uh, two-ish years, yeah. And what was the pro like the how uh, how did uh, how did it take so long before making an album? Like two years is a, a pretty long uh, yeah uh, spare time for. Oh, it didn't take that long to oh, make the okay, album. Okay. So we started the album in 2017, but it wasn't well, it wasn't, wasn't Black Pumas yet. We okay. didn't really. We were just working. We would just get together. You know, Eric was a lot of people reaching out to him about collaborating. I was collaborating with other people, and uh, we just recorded a bunch of songs, and then started saying, well, "These are this is actually kind of cool." You know, what if we actually played these live? They had never been played live, and we just gave it a name and and made it Black Pumas. So. We started playing in early 2018, and then we finished the album around then. It just take, took a while to come out. It came out uh, earlier this year. And why Black Pumas? The name? Yeah. It was better than Mighty Royals. Yeah. <laughs> decided, yeah. <laughs> that was the first name? That well, was one of them, yeah. Okay. Was, yeah, one, one of, of them. the first names, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, was what were the other ones? <laughs> Um, I a think lot one, of cat names. yeah, we yeah, a lot of cat we were te texting a lot of names. One of them was, I think, Mighty Felonies. I think Felonies is the, mm -hmm. the scientific name for the cat species, mm -hmm. the jungle big cat species. Mm -hmm. Why the big thing for cats? Uh, I had actually just come back from uh, Mexico City, and but when we first started recording, and um, and the jaguar imagery figures a lot into the jungle down mm -hmm. there, into the iconography of Mexican history. I got kind of obsessed with it. I got, uh, came back with a lot of little Jaguar things. And then um, as soon as I came home, a friend of mine uh, was making me a logo for my recording studio. And unbeknownst to him, my Jaguar obsession, I got home and he sent me a Jaguar head. And I told him, I was like, man, I just came back from Mexico where I saw Jaguars everywhere. So I just had that in my head probably at the time. Can be a coincidence. Yeah, right? exactly. It's <laughs> pretty cool. Um, if you if you look into the album, uh, what is like one of your favorite songs to perform? 
I would say uh, one of my favorite songs to rec to perform is uh, probably Old Man because uh, during that song it's an easy song to dance to and usually we get a lot of crowd participation when they they move back and forth with us it's really fun to like get crowd participation from audience members who don't necessarily understand the english language um, as well as we do and vice versa so it's like a nice sign of the connection between two peoples you know and for you eric uh, i think uh, same thing and I, I it's interesting for us because uh People will tell us, oh, you know, people in Paris are too cool and they don't move. <laughs> so we go in there and Eric's like, okay, watch me move this whole room, you know, left and right. And then they say, oh, in Berlin, you know, Berlin is cool, but everybody's like, they just stand there with their arms folded. And then we walk up and Eric's like, watch this, we, you know, we'll make everybody move. So I, I like that, seeing that as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what was the, uh, the hard part of the, the process of the album? So what was the hardest part? To just uh, stop and finish it, you know. Stop really? Because we would be, no with us, we would just be working on it still. Just we're just trying to be better every song, you know. So you still have uh, songs laying somewhere? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. So, we have yeah. How many? Oh, I mean, <laughs> like finished maybe like five yeah, about or five. so, and then started started probably like. 17 yeah, something lot, like lot, that we yeah. have a lot of <laughs> yeah. we have a lot of like voice memos from um you know sound check and you know sometimes you know i i you know we just share a lot of ideas together mm -hmm. it's unfinished and we have a lot of unfinished ideas that we're excited about completing so what are you going to do with these um with these little sound bits start at some point making new album, new album? Yeah. yeah yeah and is that in the works now or just touring at the moment? A lot of touring, but it, as soon as we can, we will, yeah. yeah. So one, and until what time you're touring this year? Um, right now on this tour, we're out for about another week in Europe. And then in, and then that's a, that's a lot of it for the rest of the year, but it picks up again next year. Yeah. Okay. And you're tour, uh, are you also doing a part, a, tour, a part of the tour in uh, the States? Yeah, we just did a lot. Okay. Yeah. And when you're going back, you just chill a bit? Or? Um chill a little bit and then we have a couple of things in December yeah and what's that just a, sh a couple of shows in the United States yeah mm -hmm. like big shows or yeah yeah I'm trying to remember exactly what it is cause <laughs> of, but yeah we have some big shows and then and then in the in January we're touring the US again and okay. then we're coming back to Europe in February okay nice I was thinking like that during December because I one of my favorite one of our favorite artists mm -hmm. that we've seen that are, that is new his name is Michael Kiwanuka okay and uh, I was thinking about just flying back out here by myself uh, during this in in uh, in December to come to go see Michael Kiwanuka play or January I don't know wow. I think I think he's playing in December mm -hmm. somewhere but. I like I like Europe and uh, I haven't seen Michael Kiwanuka play live, so I'm looking forward to a little bit of time off. That's a good excuse, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's cool to see Michael Kiwanuka play. Definitely. And Eric, how's it for uh, how's it to uh, how's it for you to work with um, with uh, Adrian? Oh, it's amazing. I mean, he's like well. W before I met Adrian, I was trying to learn how to record music myself because um, in the collaborations you know that I was a part of. I wasn't really necessarily enjoying the sounds that were being created. So I was just trying to learn how to record. And so my favorite part about recording with Adrian is that he allows the way that he works and the knowledge that he has behind the, the soundboard. It just, you know, I don't have to know how to record music to 
record a, a good song is you know Adrian makes it really easy for me to go in and be completely free and make whatever I want mm. yeah and for you Adrian how does it work for you uh, how does it work for you oh it's great like I said he brings things to life you know I'm uh I I can uh sit there and make a track and you know play the instruments and make something but to really make it come to life you know that's what he that's what he's uh brought to it and yeah in the creative process i i just uh the my favorite studios i've ever worked at and producers i've ever worked with aren't aren't going to um stop the creativity for an hour to go get the best mic you know if like it's if, if the energy if the idea is there just capture it the mic is is the, not the least important thing but it's not more important than the feeling and the idea you know so i like to try when eric's writing and freestyling and writing lyrics and doing all that i like to just keep it where it's like you, nobody has to stop and i've been to studios where you say i have an idea and they're like well hold on let me go get the microphone and then they go take a smoke a cigarette and then they plug it in and by the time they put that mic you've already lost the idea oh, so man. i just like the, the workflow to keep you know moving and i've read you've uh, you worked with prince before as well yeah how was yeah. that It was amazing, you know. It was a long, it was a long time ago that we we uh, we did a few years backing him and opening for him and just collaborating and things like that. But it was as you know, as you can imagine, incredible. It was a uh, uh, I was 20, I was in my late twenties when it happened, and um, he believed in us. He he gave so us. So you're pretty of, young. Yeah, yeah. Late I've been 20s, doing it for like, a long yeah, time. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So to do that, you know, I always tell people it's like um, I don't know if you follow any. Uh, American sports but it's yeah. like taking a really it's like he took our, my band like we were imagine like a really good college basketball yeah. team and throwing you into the NBA finals game seven <laughs> and just like you had no choice but to to uh, step up and you know we weren't ready but it was like you had to be ready and that's and he gave us he instilled confidence in us he would always say you guys are stars you guys are this and that you guys wow. are good and you know you're here with me you know whatever so he gave me this confidence and we, by the time we were playing with him we came back just comp you know it was like we were ready to play the nba finals <laughs> and how do you stumble upon prince like that's a long story <laughs> our, our old manager knew somebody that worked for him and okay. um he was doing a uh he had a club in las vegas at the time in in the u.s and he needed a a band for thursday nights and we sent him a cd and back and long long story short but he ended up making us the house band there nice Do you see anything back from from this from the Prince uh, aura? <laughs> do, I, oh, do, I, do I see any, anything yeah. back? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think that um, you know my favorite part of the live perform the live performance is uh, that everyone, not even just Adrian. And with that said, I mean, first of all, like Adrian plays with. There's a swagger there, you know. There's a. There, I think that there's a. There's a confidence, not a cockiness, but a confidence that you know he brings to that persona you know of uh the guitarist on stage rocking out to our favorite tunes and i think that we're lucky to have uh, a lot of musicians that are that have joined the live band to like kind of have you know their own style and mm -hmm. swagger and persona that is just like like there's a few few of us on stage that that could be at any time anyone could be the center of the of attention you know mm -hmm. so it feels nice to like not feel so much pressure to be all like put have it all put the team on my back you know <laughs> like just by myself but um i like to play and uh, i like to play with everyone and like let people shine too because it's nice it makes a organic it makes for a nice uh yeah organic unit yeah yeah for sure and how's the um, 
uh, the connection because you you always perform with a band and how's it how do you how did the band uh Um, just together. Austin, Texas. You know, we're we're uh, we live in Austin, Texas, and there's a lot of uh, incredible musicians, musicians, and musicianship. Um, you know, we have a good community of friends there. Everybody's in in a lot of people play in different bands, and and uh, it's just a lot of talent down there. So it's easy to to you know all people at some point we've crossed paths with uh, other shows or venue, hanging out at bars and this and that. You know, so we just it was. It's not hard to find good musicians in, in Austin, but to find good musicians who can handle the touring life and the road life and, and some of those other, and have good chemistry and be We're good. We're very lucky. Yeah. 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 Really, really Crazy. Yeah. And how's the tour life treating you? Well, it's good. It's good. We're, we're <laughs> you know, might, we woke up a little tired, but, but it's, it's been really good. It's, it's, it's exciting. Uh, once we start getting into the right pre-show, put on some music, have a glass of wine, let loose, huddle, it starts to get exciting you know, every night. So when, uh, what's the next show? Uh, where are we playing? We're playing tonight? tonight? Yeah, like uh, after tonight. Oh, after tonight. <laughs> are we going back to Amsterdam? <laughs> We're going. Okay. Toycon France? France. Yeah. Toycon to uh, Le Grand Mix tomorrow. Le Grand Mix. Le Grand Mix. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um... Uh, so where did you grow up again? I grew up uh, till I was 12 years old yeah. in Los Angeles, California. Okay. I, I, I was born in the San Fernando Valley. Okay. Um, how was it growing up there? Um, it was pretty cool. You know, my my mom, my family, they they're very theatrically inclined. So I I was taking, you know, acting classes and tap classes, and so I feel like for a long time I've been, you know, inadvertently I I kind of groomed to 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 do this professionally to be a an entertainer we're you know very theatrical family and um so it was amazing i always always had a lot i was really good at making friends and even though we moved around a lot um and my household was always supportive of a creative process so i'm very thankful for that mm. yeah and how was college I attended New Mexico State University okay. where I studied primary education because I just enjoy kids um, and, you know, potentially becoming a teacher was my was my, you know, goal. But uh, eventually, you know, I had started playing a guitar like when I was 18. And after a couple of years of that, mm -hmm. I decided that I wanted to study music composition. Um, so, but before I could interject myself into the composition program, I ended up moving to California where I started busking and then eventually moving to Austin where I met Adrian. And so far, I haven't had to go back to school. <laughs> <laughs> Do you self see you uh, seeing working with kids again? Oh, of course. Yeah. I love kids. Yeah, yeah. So what, what, what is the plan? Do you have anything in mind? or? Well, I think, uh, you know, if, if the music aspect of my career c continues to flourish, yeah. I think that um, um, I will probably end up working with kids, not maybe not as a, you know, certified teacher um, that, you know, has, you know, let's say graduated from New Mexico State, but maybe in a, in a more charitable way, like I used to work for, um, this company called Dance Another World, where I would go into the um, underprivileged areas in Austin and teach fourth and fifth graders uh, English by way of dance. Okay. So I would bring in music and we would study the lyrics. We would make up dance moves to the lyrics and we'd study just grammar in that way. And yeah, it was really fun. I like kids. So. How does it work? 
Oh, how does it work? You know what? It, it almost it, it almost doesn't work sometimes. You know, cause, you know kids, you know, they kind of have a mind of their own. And as kind of an after-school special kind of a program, I think that uh, the kids realize that they don't really have to be on their best behaviors all the time. So because I'm very nice, I could be kind of a pushover, when it, especially when it comes to kids, man. I just let them. Like, if I ever have kids, like, my wife is going to have to be the bad parent, you know, because I'm just, you know. Uh-huh. And how I old just, were these kids? Um, so from third grade to fifth grade. So between um, eight years okay. to ten years old, seven to ten. So it's like that. pretty hard age, right? Oh, yeah. 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 It's, but we have fun, you know. Yeah. I'm, you know, I like to have fun, and kids are just naturally pure. They like to, they're so pure and they like to have fun. So, and they're like, they won't lie to you. Like, they're really real and upfront. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They'll tell you. They'll, <laughs> they'll tell you when you're not doing something right for sure. I'm like, oh, my bad. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. Nice. But it was fun. I enjoy mm-hmm. kids. Yeah. Uh, do you have any th- uh, music r- r- running through your family? Or, um, you know, not. How did, how did you start in music? Um, not really. A, I guess so, but my, not in my household. My parents, you know, they had rec- a record collection and things, but they weren't very musical, to tell you the truth, at my, at my own household. Mm-hmm. I have a talented extended family. Um, I had a couple of cousins that I really looked up to. Uh, one in particular was a, always an artist, a musician. Uh, now, he's, now he's a muralist. He does paints murals in Houston, Texas, but he was always turning me on to new music and he was always an artist and playing music and different and did and did this and that and i, I really looked up to him when i was a, a kid um in terms of wanting to to i was also a visual artist so everything he did i did i was like oh you draw i'll draw too and you paint i'll paint too and then he um you know got started playing the guitar and all that but um no my household was not i wouldn't say as as, as musically inclined although it was my dad that told me to um that he wanted me to play an instrument. And he tried to get me to play piano, but I was thir- 12 or 13 and I was skateboarding and into hip hop. And that's the last the last thing a kid like that wants to do is play the piano. I was like, oh man, piano's for nerds. I don't want to play piano. <laughs> it's one of my only regrets in life that I didn't start on the piano. So I, I told him I'll play guitar. I thought guitar was cool and I started playing guitar. Yeah. But um, yeah, my dad actually made me. He was a I, he has a truck driver who started a trucking company and I worked there all my life and um, but he actually pushed me to to play music mm. and do you have any um, do you bring the part of being a visual artist to your uh, to your part of being a musician a little bit you yeah. know we were we were just kind of talking like last night about that but um, when I went to uh, art school it was very conceptual everything you had to be able to explain a deep thought or a deep reason why you did whatever you did so if i painted that this plant i would have to not just tell you that i was practicing painting a plant i would have to explain what this means and you don't have to like and everybody every artist there was very conceptual and i realized that i actually don't have anything to say as a as a visual artist but i do like to paint pictures musically you know like Mm. i like to close my eyes and put on headphones late night and let you know imagine things and that that's how kind of how i And do you still do things as a visual no, artist? No, no, I actually haven't had a lot of time, but I want to. Now that this is my life, you know, yeah, we course, tour yeah. and then we go home and we tour. I want to have some downtime to have a hobby and something that I'm not, uh, ups, you know, obsessed with. I think it, it's good for the brain to do something else. And what would you do if you had the time? If I had the time, I think I would actually paint. I paint? would pa- do oil painting, yeah. Mm-hmm. And do you have paintings now? At or, home, at yeah. home, yeah. Okay. I stopped painting when I was in college because all my art supplies were stolen oh, shit. on the last day of school. Wow. And I just thought, man, that's a 
that's uh, what that about? Huh? How did that? How did I don't that know. Happen? I was it was literally my last day of school, and I had about five hundred dollars worth of art supplies because oh. oil paints are really yeah. expensive. I had a lot. Of, we had a lot of, and it was never cheap to get all that stuff. And the liter- I was already playing in bands, so kind of already had one foot out the door from art. But I got to the last day of school. I went to my locker. It was broken. I opened it, and all my supplies were gone. Yeah. And I just said, you know what? I'm, I'm not painting again. So I just never did. You, wanna find, you ever found a person who? No, man. Stuff? I wish. <laughs> oh man. Um, uh, let me see. Um, like we're almost uh, almost done, okay. but. Um, What what are you listening to at the moment? Oh, let me check. I can never remember that. Let me see. Do you know it, Eric? Uh, actually, yeah, I just uh, looked up a couple of uh, European bands. Uh, we just did a we just did a performance uh, an in office performance at Pios, yeah. who's working with us to uh, promote the Black Pumas in Europe. And uh, I'm looking now, at Gerardo, uh, what's his name? That's all right. That's all right. What's it, what's like? What's a what's a really good album you're listening to I, right now? One thing I did hear the other yeah. day, I remembered hearing about was a, a rapper named Dave East. I don't know if you know who he is. Yeah, I know the, Dave the East, DJ yeah. Premier uh, produced album. You like you, you listen to the album? Yeah, I heard that the other day, and I really like that. And yeah. if you listen to an album like that, you do you listen as a listener or as a engineer or producer first as a producer really because i just love beats you know so first i'm like if the beats are dope i'm i'm scanning all the songs and then i go back and start listening to but actually with dave east i noticed uh that his lyrics jump out at you does, you have no yeah. choice like i i actually from the first listen uh, our keyboard player really is up on a lot of new music and he is always telling me check this out check this out and with dave east on the first listen i feel like i knew a lot about what he was talking about mm-hmm. like he really has a way of not of being on top of the song And does it annoy you? No, like no, listening? actually. No, but, no, like but I wanted to hear the premiere beat first. <laughs> but no, he, the Davies, like, projects and and it gets, it talks to you, you know? Mm. I'm really digging on uh, Damien Gerardo okay. right now. I just bought his vinyl. Um, I've listened to a few of the, a few of his uh, songs on the new record. Um, and he's got, like, this kind of this, uh, so far, it's like this psychedelic acoustic rhythmic kind of a thing and it's funny enough i also listen to records uh in 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 a way that is uh that observe that is observant of the entirety of the the sound and what do you Um, mean with that that means like uh with the producer's ear okay you know not just as a songwriter i mean like i'm listening for more things than just good lyrics And I think that they uh, were very creative in putting that together. Um, What was Michael, the name of the artist again? Uh, Damien Gerardo. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yes, and also Michael Kiwanuka is definitely one of our favorite. Mm. One yeah, of that my new album for sure. It's yeah. really good. Heard that the other day. Any other artists you work with that you that you really want um, that you remember or that was a, that you had a good time uh, working with? Worked with? Yeah. Um, I mean, recently I've just been doing this, but. Uh, Not nothing that I can that I can remember right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, why should people uh, listen to the Black Pumas? <laughs> listen to the album. Yeah. yeah why? Because it's it's a uh, sincere and soulful. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Eric, like, um, uh, what's um, uh, yeah, 
why should people listen to the <laughs> to the to the album? For sure, I think uh, people are attracted to some of the music. Uh, How would you describe it? Because it's uh, cinematic, I guess. And, you know, when I first got the music, uh, some of the instrumentals that um, Adrian had started um, it turned into the songs that are now on the record. Um, they were. It was a very. There was a. There were. There was a very cinematic quality to it. So, I think that people should listen to the music to allow themselves to be able to kind of escape. I think it's like the music provides a nice space, an interesting space I, I don't think people have necessarily been to just quite yet. Any performances on the, on tonight that you look like look look forward to watching besides someone yourself? Said, someone said Misty uh, Alpha Winter Mist. Onset. Alpha uh, Mist. Our yeah. keyboard Alpha player Mist. Yeah. just told us about Alpha Mist. I actually just listened to him a little while ago. Yeah. And what do you think of it? Or is it, I don't know if it's a group or it's a guy, but it's a guy, oh, it's, yeah. it was cool. I just heard a couple of songs. Right. Okay. Um, I think I want to thank you guys right now for sitting with me at the table. I'm really honored. And thank you um, so much. good luck playing later. Thank you, man. Thank are you, you. going to come to the show? Yeah, uh, definitely. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, man. Yes. Thank you, guys. Thank you, man. Thank you very thank much. You that was yeah. fun. Yeah. See you tonight. Yeah, yeah. yeah.